0: When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. I'm going to talk to you today about something that uh, may seem a little bit surprising. I know that I was surprised when I first discovered this. When you first move out from the corporate existence, all of a sudden you realise that, hey, I actually am responsible for everything here. And it can feel pretty lonely. It's a lonely road you've chosen. There's no two ways about it. If you're following your specific goals, your specific dream, and you're going to live your life on purpose, you're going to have to take decisions and do things that other people don't do. Other people choose to stay within the corporate environment. And that's fine, provided they're happy with that. I'm absolutely delighted for anybody who is happy in their existence working within a large organisation, that's wonderful. Because as I've said many times, one day I may well be their customer. And if I'm their customer, I want them to be happy in their job because that way I get better service. Because who's going to give me better service? Somebody who's happy doing what they're doing or somebody who hates every minute of it. It's a no-brainer, yeah? But if you've decided that your future lies outside of that, if you've decided that, hey, I, I just don't fit in here, I've been, try- I've been a square peg trying to fit myself in a round hole for far too long, and I'm off to do what I want to do, I'm off to do the, what I feel I'm meant to do, there are going to be times when you feel alone. Now, what I'm going to talk about is cooperation. And that might seem strange when we're talking about becoming essentially, essentially becoming an entrepreneur. And it's an overused term, but that's essentially what you're g- going to be becoming. And as I say, it can feel a lonely road. But there are others who are on parallel paths, parallel roads to you. They're walking a similar, not the same path, but a similar path to the one you're walking on. And they understand. They know what you're going through. Here's where it really struck me, because I thought... I thought in my ignorance that anybody who was on a similar path to the one I was on would be a competitor. And yes, they are. They are competitors. But what I thought that meant was that there would be a barrier between us, that there would be something that prevented me helping them and prevented them helping me. Because, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? If they're going out to try and attract the same people that I'm trying to attract to my business, of course they're competitors. And of course they won't want to help me, will they? Well, here's the really weird thing, because most cases it's not like the corporate environment. Well, if it was, why, why would we bother leaving it? I mean, when I think back, not necessarily to the last job that I did, because I actually worked with a great group of people. The last 10 years of the 20 years that I often talk about, I've worked with a great group of people, some of the best, but previously when I'd worked in a larger organisation, a large retail organisation, and everyone's claiming to be working as part of a team, but what they really want to do is to show the bosses how good they are in comparison to everybody else. Come on, admit it. (laughs) If you're in that position now, or if you've been in that position, you've done that too. I know I have. Although there's lip service paid to teamwork, really, it's it's every man for themselves in the corporate world. The weird thing is, entrepreneurs tend to be way more supportive of each other. Now, the closest I can get to a recent analogy, and it's, it's because it's it's sort of fairly recent in my mind, it's, it's in my consciousness at the moment, it's actually going on at the moment, and you're thinking, oh no, Ozzy's going to talk about the Olympics again. Yes, I am. Because there can be no better example of competition than the Olympics, surely. But also, there is cooperation there. And the closest analogy I can come up with right now is the heptathlon, the women's seven event heptathlon. Now, if you watch that, you will know at the end, at the very end, when it had all finished, all the points had been tottered up. They knew who'd won, who'd got gold, who'd got silver, who'd got bronze, and who had come in last place, all of the women who had competed in that event joined hands and saluted the crowd that supported them. Every single one of those women joined hands. Now, why do you think they did that? Even more than all of the women joining hands at the end, there's an additional episode in all of this that I want to point to, which was during the competition. It was during the high jump event. And there was Katerina Johnson-Thompson, Young British competitor, and there was Nafi Tiam, a young Belgian competitor, and they were the only two left in the high jump event, with the bar set at one meter ninety-five. Cat went clear. Nafi, however, failed on her first two attempts, so she had one attempt left. Now here's the thing: when it came to Nafi's final attempt, Cat led the crowd in the rhythmic clapping during naffy's run-up. And no one cheered louder than cat when Naffy sailed clear on her third and final attempt. Both athletes then went on to clear 1 meter 98 Naffy on her first attempt and Cat on her second attempt and cat incidentally set a new British record in doing that. no British woman had ever jumped higher. But here's the thing: cat's delight in Naffy's success at 1 meter 95 in her being able to stay in the competition as her competitor was genuine. nothing actually went on to beat Kat in that. In fact, she went on to win the entire competition. But Kat cheered her and it was genuine. It wasn't because the cameras were there. She was delighted to see her fellow competitor clear that height. Now, why might that be? And why might they all have joined hands at the end? Well, I've got a theory about that. You see, we all know what these athletes have gone through. We all know on an intellectual level the sacrifices they've made. But only they can understand what it's taken to get them to the Olympics. Only they understand what they've had to give up. Only they understand how it feels on a cold morning when all you want to do is lie in bed and you throw back the curtains and it's chucking it down with rain outside. It's freezing cold and it's dark and it's unwelcoming. Only they understand what it takes to drag themselves out of that bed, put on their running shoes and get out there and do 10 miles when all they want to do is sleep. Only they understand what each of their fellow competitors have gone through. Now, I'm not saying for one moment that entrepreneurs go through anything like that. But we do go through our own trials and tribulations. We do go through our own dark nights of the soul when we're thinking, have we done the wrong thing? We do go through our own frustrations when technology lets us down. We do go through all of that. All of us. We can't avoid going through that. But because we go through that, we understand what it's like for the other guy. We understand what it's like for the other woman who is trying to walk a similar path to us. And we're naturally supportive to them. And they're naturally supportive to us. You see, when you're in corporate life, admitting you don't know something, admitting you're having difficulty with something, admitting anything of that sort is seen as negative. If you go to a fellow entrepreneur and say, hey, I'm having difficulty with this. I don't quite understand what's happening with that. Um, I'm thinking of doing this, but I I, I seem to have a missing piece. Have you come across a similar thing? That person you asked does not see that for one minute as a weakness. He or she will see it as a strength because he or she will recognise that what you've done is you've understood that there's a part missing in your personal jigsaw. He or she will understand that you're taking this seriously and you want to put this right. You want to succeed. He or she knows that you're determined to succeed and he or she will respect that and he or she will help you in overcoming. If they can, obviously there's going to be occasions when they haven't come across that problem, but if they know, they're going to help you. Even if it's only pointing you in the right direction saying, hey, well, yeah, I was having a similar problem and I had to buy this course and it, showed me how to do this. Or uh, I was having a similar problem. I got this consultant in and she was able to help me turn my business around at that point. But they know and understand. See, there's a difference between knowing and understanding. They know and understand what you're going through. And they totally understand that if you're prepared to fess up and own up to your ignorance, if you like, own up to your own shortcomings, that's a strength. It's not a weakness another thing that may surprise you, some way down the track, because you've got to build your own track record, you may even find yourself embarking on joint ventures with someone who, to an outsider, might seem to be your direct competitor. So, the whole point of this exercise is to say if you're scared of this, this idea that you're going to be ploughing a lonely furrow, walking a lonely road, well, you are, but you've only got to look to the left or right of you and you'll see that there are other people doing exactly the same thing. They're walking similar paths. Not the same path, but they're walking similar paths. They're ploughing similar furrows. And they're meeting similar challenges. And guess what? They've all got different skills. You've got different skills from them. They've got different skills from you. You've all got something you can bring to this party. And you can share that knowledge. And people will be prepared to share that knowledge with you. While you know that in many podcasts I've said, What I'd much prefer you to do when you're starting out in business is learn how to do all this stuff yourself. Part of learning how to do stuff is finding the right people to teach you how to do stuff or to point you in the right direction to learn how to do that stuff. I still say you should learn how to do all this stuff yourself. Later on, you can outsource it, but initially learn how to do this stuff yourself. None of this flies against that. It's supporting you learning how to do this stuff. And it's supporting you when there are times when you're thinking, this just isn't working, maybe I'll give up. No, no, no. Just look for somebody who has encountered similar difficulties and found a way of overcoming them. And ask them, how would you do it? And nine times out of ten, they're going to tell you. Yeah, you will come across the odd one who keeps their cards close to their chest and who doesn't want to help. Guess what? They don't tend to hang around long because they don't get the support when they need it. Talking of asking for help, I'm gonna ask you now. Yesterday I was checking the stats for this podcast, and I've been blown away by how successful it's been so quickly, and thank you for that. If you're one of the people who have left a review, if you're one of the people who have told your friend about it, if if you've got the word out in some way or other, I owe you an enormous debt of gratitude. Thank you so much. But I'm gonna ask you for a little bit more help, because when I checked the stats yesterday, I was genuinely humbled to realise that this podcast is now being listened to on every continent on this planet. Can you imagine that? Every continent on this planet, apart from one, and that's Antarctica. Now, that's hardly surprising, is it? Because the, the population of Antarctica is pretty small. And at this time of the year, that I'm recording this on 18th of August, 2016. This is still, as far as I'm aware, the middle of or close to the middle of the Antarctic winter. And so I don't think there are too many people down there and during the cold, dark winter nights. But there are some. But Here's where I'm going to ask you to help. If you happen to know someone who is working on one of the scientific surveys down in the Antarctic, or know someone who knows somebody who is working down there, and you just think that they might like to listen to something fresh and new, pass on the message to them that they should check out When's My Time on iTunes. Hey, I don't want those guys falling out with their bosses down in the Antarctic, not at least until they get back here into safety. But you know what I'm saying. It, this is not just for people who don't like their jobs. This is for people who are trying to work out when's my time to do the stuff I want to do. now. I'm guessing that a lot of those guys down in the Antarctic have found their time. They're doing exactly what they want to do. They're scientists involved in fascinating work, and that is terrific. But hopefully this will bolster them. But I want to get the complete set. So if you know anyone down in the Antarctic who would like to listen to this, let them know about it. I'd be so grateful. And as always, what I'd love you to do is head over to iTunes, leave me a review, tell me what you like best about this. You can leave me a bunch of stars as well. Five is always welcome, as I've told you, because that helps this podcast rise in the rankings. And when it rises in the rankings, it makes it easier for other people to find it too. And they'll be grateful to you for that. As well as heading over to iTunes, you can hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air. And you can email me, aussie at whensmytime.com. That's aussie at whensmytime.com. Tell me what you like best about this. Tell me what you'd love me to cover in future episodes. Tell me about your story. I'd love to hear it. And don't forget over at whensmytime.com you can get access to my video. It's about 40 minutes long in which I reveal the top 10 things I've learned since I decided to leave the corporate environment back in 2010. Thanks so much indeed for listening again. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.